There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome back to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm the therapist, Tess Brigham. And I'm the attorney, Brooke Brigham. So today we are continuing our Sister Wives coverage. We are on season three episode. Today we're doing episodes six and seven. So episode six is the the Wives Diet Woes. And episode seven is July 4th Rebellion. Mm. So let's start with episode six, The Wives Diet Woe. This is a traumatizing. This is a very traumatizing (laughs) Traumatizing episode. episode. (laughs) It is a cruel, cruel episode. Yeah. And I want to know whose idea all this was. If it was a, well... I'm sure this had to be a producer. Who in the world would sign up for this? Yeah, I feel like this was the producer saying, hey, we will pay for you all to work out with a trainer, which is a very expensive Mm -hmm. thing, which they, you know, they they have limited funds. Yeah. Um, Finite resources. They have finite resources. So I think that they said, listen, we will pay for you to, we'll pay for gym memberships. Mm -hmm. We will pay for trainer. And in exchange, you need to do hands down the most awful, awful (laughs) thing known to man, which is announce on television how much you weigh. Yeah. And I did not write down any of their weights because I will not repeat them out of solidarity to all of you (laughs) ladies because i think that's effed up yeah i know and so it starts with mary talking about how you know she's been going for a few months to this gym Mm -hmm. and she's been working out and she's been working out with this trainer trainer bill and um she's taking the wives to the gym yes because it's <laughs> not because it's their idea or because yes. they want to, but because we need content for this show. Yes, exactly. Though she was talking about how her sizes, and I, I won't repeat the sizes, oh, but the yeah. sizes seem off. The sizes like, seem she off. She seemed tiny. 
when yeah. she got married. In her wedding photo, she was saying she was a certain size, and I was like, mm, mm, that no. seemed like she seemed You're much like smaller. Yeah, she seemed like she, I mean, I hate to say she seemed like she was a size like two or four when yeah. she got married. She seemed tiny, so I was just a little bit like that doesn't seem right. But anyway, yes, but you know, they all want to. They all want to. You know, exercise. They're all there because. They, you know, they need to be there because well, they need content. Yeah, but yeah, they all want to look better and feel better. Everybody wants to lose weight. I mean, that's... But poor, I mean, the person that really is Janelle. Yeah. It is. And Janelle obviously feels, right, she talks about how with each child, with each passing year, she continued to gain weight, which is what happens for a lot of people, a lot of women, especially, yeah. a lot of men, too. Which is, you know, each child, each year gets harder and harder. Show me someone who's the same size at 40 or 50 as they were when they were 20. Yes. I mean, some people can pull it off and some people get really into exercise and working out. And but, you know, that's just a natural progression of life. But so what they do, this humiliating way in. Yes. Where each wife, one by one, in front of everybody, in front of the cameras, Gets on the scale and then trainer Bill announces their weight. And this was my this is my question, which was, why does this have to be? They why did this have to be on? Why did they have to announce these numbers? They didn't. They did not need to announce these numbers. We did not need to know what the numbers were because if you watch the series, it's not like The Biggest Loser or any of these other weight loss shows where. Each week, we're going to go back and see the weight loss numbers yeah, and compare them or do it's that. Not a, it's not a contest. Yeah, there. it's not, you know, we we will, as the show progresses, if you watch the show, we will see Janelle does go on a journey. We do see Janelle continue to lose weight and do do things. And, and we do see some of these things, but we never, ever revisit any of this ever Mm-mm. in the show. No. So we never, ever needed to know what they weighed ever. Yeah. I mean, Janelle is just mortified, you know, oh, and because yeah. she's the heaviest and they, of course, they put her up there first and she has to justify. I didn't like that she had to justify why she was a certain weight, you know, because mm-hmm. she's talking about, yeah, like having babies. And um, she said her physical parent. Her appearance has always been her Achilles heel, which I don't know why. I mean, you know, you see, Janelle's very pretty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, a lot of this, too, is that one of the reasons why she's um, having trouble losing weight or with. Well, there's a couple things I thought of. First of all, these people, because they've been in, living in poverty you know, yes. before this, they haven't probably been eating very well, yeah. very nutritious food. And that's the thing people look at people who are poor and they see that they're overweight and they think well you can't be you know hurting for food Uh, hello all the crappiest food makes you fat yes and it's the cheap crappy food that they're eating probably like you know pasta and you know like just heavy carb stuff that you know they don't have access to healthy food Mm -hmm. number one and then number two just the the stress of uh, living with limited Cody, resources, limited resources, having to deal with Cody, having to take care of all these kids, the stress of how are we going to pay for it? Especially Janelle. She's the one who's in charge of all of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she has the most stress. Yes. You know, because um, Christine is just like, oh, well, you know, everything will work out. You know, she's very kind of Pollyanna ish. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Robin has never had to, you know, 
worry about. I mean, maybe before she came into the family, but she came into the family. She's just being taken care of. Yeah. You know? Well, and I also think that people have like people, everyone has different ways of managing their stress. Right. It seems like Robin, we, we see this, you know, in another episode, I think we see this later on in this, in the same episode, but you know, Robin seems to have an upset stomach and doesn't eat when yeah, she's I stressed. Think when she's stressed and nervous, she doesn't eat. Yeah. yeah. And I do think that other people, when they're stressed and nervous do eat. Right. And I think some people, because of their religion, they, they don't drink. So that's not a way you can't manage your stress that way. And they don't really, they can't drink coffee. So mm-hmm. that's an, you know, you can't do that. So I think that for um, for some people, maybe they are they are eating and you're absolutely right. Like, you know, I love the Gwyneth Paltrow's of the world who are right moaning about, you know, these healthy diets that they eat. That's incredibly expensive to eat a certain way. But um, you're you're right that it is the the things that are really really fattening are the cheapest yeah and it is very very hard plus to have a trainer to exercise to find the time to exercise to do all of these things it is it's hard to find that time and to do that so of course you know it is and you're right but yeah and and when he I don't like this Bill guy at all. And when he turns to her and like gives her that look. Yeah. Ugh, I hate those things where people are like, you're going to die. You're going to do that. It's like F you, Bill. She knows that she's an intelligent woman. He like, gives her a break. Yeah. He lectured her. Well, this is fast forwarding a little bit, but I'll, I'll go back. But mm-hmm. yeah, he lectured her about how he's the most worried about her. Um, and he says, you know, being at this weight can cause uh, depression, sadness, death. He said, you need this the most. I mean, mm. that's harsh. Yeah. I would never, if someone said that to me, I'd tell him to fuck off and I would never go back yeah. to his gym ever again. I mean, hello, she knows this. Yeah. You don't need to point it out. And then... um Oh, and then all that whole thing about how she has this really high BMI and then he names her BMI and it's like, she knows, Uh, she knows. You don't need to tell everybody the number of her BMI. She knows the BMI is high. She knows it. It it was just, yeah. It's like, oh, F you, Bill. And then, of course, and then they, uh, they weigh Robin, who's pregnant and is, you know. And of course has the lowest number. Has the lowest number. Even pregnant. And then this is what I didn't understand. You know, they said that she couldn't really work out because she was pregnant. And they just had her doing like some stretches and but stuff. She could, she could work she out. She could work out. You could, pregnant you could people work weights. out. Yeah. Pregnant people work and out. All pregnant the time. people jog. You've seen, I've yeah. seen pregnant people jog. Yeah. I've seen pregnant people do lots of things. Oh, yeah. She could get on a stationary bike. She can lift some weights with her arm. I mean, come on. But. But then, then they, there's this all this talk about, like, do they compare themselves to Robin? Like, this whole thing of, like, you know, do you feel insecure being around Robin? Because Robin's so skinny and la, 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 la. And they're all kind of, like, you know, they all have to give these answers of, like, yeah. oh, I don't compare myself to Robin. And, you know, Cody likes curvy girls. Yeah, and- Cody told Robin he likes curvy girls. So, and again, that's Robin, like, trying to make herself look like, oh, see, I'm going to put something out there to... Make me look like I'm so mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I doubt Cody said that. I don't know. When then he gives them a goal of 20, to lose 20 pounds. Except, except for Robin. Except I for Robin. Say. 
And, you know, Janelle should probably lose more. But 20 pounds and how long? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, aren't <laughs> total? I mean, or what is this? Just to start there. Oh, okay. Because I would assume that, right, it's all about, like, you start with 10% or whatever. Yeah. You know. Okay, great. But, and then there's a group hug or something <laughs> like that. But, you know, I, I, this bill, guys, it dummy i don't know yeah it was just it was come on tlc or i'm sorry puddle monkey or whomever you couldn't find anyone better than this guy there's no one better in vegas there's no other trainer well but you know and all around you that you could have found bill reminds me of your typical trainer at these gyms you know i mean he's that have you just you know these factory style gyms and he's not i mean he probably yeah he's I doubt he's even, he's probably barely certified as a driver. I don't even know. Yeah. I was not impressed. But Maybe they said to him, we don't have any money. We're not going to pay you at all. You're going to do this solely for this. Give you publicity for this yeah. gym. Maybe. Maybe that's they what kept they kept showing. Yeah. They kept showing the sign outside. I can't yeah. remember what it was called, but. So maybe that's it. Maybe they were like, he's the one guy that will do it for no money. Right. <laughs> he just wants to be on TV. Yeah. All right. And then next, we're going to meet Danielle Tuminio? To, I don't know. I just put Danielle, the Episcopal <laughs> priest. I cannot pronounce her last name. So she's an Episcopal priest, and she lectures at colleges on religion. And they're going to go to dinner with her because they are, she's, relig- she's interested in meeting the family because she's interested in religions. Mm-hmm. And so she first comes over to the house, and then they're all going to go to an Asian buffet mm. to meet with um, her to talk about polygamy. And, of course, they have to throw in this stuff about how, you know, Janelle called ahead or looked yes. at the menu oh, to see yes. if there's We're any healthy options. Yes. Yes. Which Mary, I thought was a good idea. Mary ate a salad. Yes. And Danielle says what she does is she grabs a small plate. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And then Robin says, Robin's kind of looking at the food like, oh, there's nothing for me to eat here. Yeah. She's dry she's heaving. She's a but picky then, eater. But then, did you see what she ate? She then grabbed, she had a big plate of what looked like chicken chow mein. And then the separate plate of like watermelon and what looked like a giant... um egg roll with the red sauce on it i'm like that's a lot of food yeah so that didn't look like someone who couldn't eat yeah and like she at one point she was chowing down on that chow mein when the other people were talking Mm -hmm. i noticed she was just everyone else had stopped eating and they were talking and she was just yeah eating so anyway there you go so then danielle uh Wants to invite them to go to the East Coast to speak to her theology students. Mm-hmm. And then in a future episode, they do. They take they take some of the older kids mm-hmm. to the East Coast because they want to show them colleges back there. And uh, that's a whole nother yeah. episode. She goes right in and starts asking them questions about, like, the compounds and the, what is it, the... Um, FLDS mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff, but they don't really get into much meat of anything. I mean, this whole scene is really about 
the buffet. Right. There's more time <laughs> devoted to the buffet than the theology talks. We really talked a I lot know. about what they were all eating in the Asian buffet. Yeah. Talk about theology. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, pretty boring. Yeah. So we're back to Mary working out with Bill. Oh, at Anytime Fitness. That's what yes, it's called. Yes. So we're back to Mary's working out with Bill and Christine's working out with Bill and Janelle's working out at Bill and... You know, Cody's talking about, oh, I'm not worried about Bill with my wives. And, yeah. you know, da, 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 How did that like, even oh, come who up? Who cares? He, you know? Yeah, it's like, Bill's a professional. I expect him to act as a professional with my wives. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, no shit. That's pretty much how it works. Yeah, in, do, do in any of us really care? It's like, I, I just love how this whole... So that the theme of this episode is... Oh, we've got to stay on theme. The theme is the diet. The the w- wives are dieting, but we've got to then like shove in this Danielle, you know, thing. Yeah, it, what a combination. Uh, yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> it's... So now we're back at Mary's house. We're at Mary's house, and now um, it's Leon's 16th birthday, mm-hmm. and they've invited Danielle and Danielle's husband Eric mm-hmm. to the birthday party, and they arrive with a shit load of balloons yes a lot of balloons now did did mary ask yeah i was like (laughs) did mary say on your way yes can you pick up a bunch of balloons for us it had to be nobody there were like 20 balloons yeah it was very weird so over i guess this is towards the end of the summer so logan hunter garrison and payden have been in wyoming for the last two months at the ranch so they are getting home. So this is kind of a big deal. So the boys are coming home. It's Leon's birthday. Um, and they are talking about... And then there's this whole thing about... They're talking about... We're now back to the couch. And they're talking about the future. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. And Mary's talking about, like, what's going to happen in the future um eventually like the kids are going to grow up and move away and what's going to happen with the wives do you remember this kind of yeah yeah and what's going to happen between ourselves and christine makes a joke like what do you mean mary and she's like i don't know i see us going on vacations together you know loving on our grandkids big rvs (laughs) oh well that one came true yeah but just not together it was this weird thing of them talking about like what's our future well mary is having a lot of anxiety and uh, maybe it's the next episode she gets more into this leon is 16 and she keeps talking about how you know there's only two more years till leon goes Mm -hmm. to college and then she's gonna be alone you know and i think she has a lot of anxiety about this yeah and it comes up a lot and so maybe that's where that's coming from yeah i don't know it was very strange i mean it was it's here in my notes it's a little bit like it was kind of jerry-rigged into this yeah couch scene of them talking about the future and well and i think mary, what does it look like mary feels very insecure about her place in the family yeah i think she's worried that when leon leaves that basically she no one's gonna want to see her or yeah include her in which anything kinda which happens, kind of sort of happens right i mean yeah it did it did kind of happen but i mean not in a malicious way but just that, you know, the other wives were busy. They still had kids and young kids, very young kids to mm-hmm. to raise. And they had their own, you know, things they were doing. So mm-hmm. yeah. it, was, it wasn't like, oh, you know, we don't want you around. But it's like, you know, it's, 
it's a lot more effort to yeah to see her yeah well and i don't i don't know what happens in those episodes there's also this piece of it of a little bit of like mary did you then go to them and say hey let me take the younger kids let me do this for you let me do this well i think she tried to and but okay so remember when solomon was born like mary kind of she you know she was very excited about Mm -hmm. that and she really wanted to be involved and with solomon and um she always said she and solomon had a special bond and she tried really hard but i think robin after a while kind of pushed back on that Mm -hmm. because there was also an episode i don't know what season it was but when mary wanted to take solomon on a she was going to going somewhere to visit family or something and she wanted to take solomon with her and he Mm -hmm. was you know maybe a couple years old not very old and Robin, you could tell Robin just didn't want mm-hmm. to do that. And she made up some excuse about how he was having trouble sleeping and he was yeah. being really needy during the night. And Mary said, well, you don't think that I could deal with that or handle that? And so then Robin basically had to say, no, it's just too much or whatever. And Mary was kind of pissed. Mm-hmm. And so... I think, yeah, she tried to befriend Robin's kids. I don't know what happened with that. And, you know, a lot of the other kids now are coming out as adults and saying she was mean. Mm -hmm. And so I think, and Christine has said that Mary was always mean to her kids. Yeah, well, we see this in the next episode, the 4th of July Rebellion. We we see this infamous thing. That's a big one, But I mean, if... so there's there's, there's that part about it, but there's also a little bit of, right, like... It doesn't have to be you take these kids overnight. Like, what if you just took them for a couple hours? Right. You know, I mean, I don't know. As a parent, I don't know if I would really want someone to take my kid overnight when they were that young. Like, that's a lot. And I don't know if I would feel comfortable with that. But it would have been great to have someone like say like, hey, why don't you go, you know, I'll take them for a couple hours while you go get some stuff done. Yeah. That kind of stuff is really helpful. But see, Mary's the kind of person who wants to do things on her terms. Yes. And her way, as opposed to, like you said, getting it through a helpful way. Mm -hmm. You know, getting to see the kid and help the mother and benefit her at the same time. Yes. No, Mary wants to do a certain specific thing on her terms. So... Well, so, then that doesn't I can't, work. I, yeah. That well, does not work because parents will always push back on that. You know, this um, this reminds me of somebody. Yes. <laughs> so that's the thing. Yeah. So now I, you know, that's the, so I don't feel so bad for her. If she's feeling, yeah. if she's lamenting that she doesn't feel like she's part of the family, oh, yeah, then no, this I, is part of the problem. I'm not saying I feel badly yeah. for her. I'm just saying I think that's the reason. Yeah. Anyway, this was really wedged in. It was very weird. Yeah. So... Moving on. Oh, yeah. And so, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, weird. And yeah, we see the end of the birthday party, Leon's opening gifts, and then they all talk about how they're going to Boston. Yeah. So weird. Okay. All right. On to the next one. On to episode, (laughs) season three, episode seven. Seven. It's the July 4th Rebellion. So it is so hot in Vegas, Christine (laughs) tried to fry an egg on the sidewalk. Well, in a pan on the sidewalk. In the pan, she which I should have just put it right on the sidewalk. Yeah, that's it not worked. how that works. Yeah. And then I'm looking at poor Christine, and she's wearing one of those long sleeve shirts. I feel so oh, sorry for them in those long sleeve shirts. In Las Vegas. Ugh. Ugh. So they're talking about how they're going to Big Bear Lake for the 4th of July. But before that, and then, so this is a very interesting thing. So Isabel, at eight years old, is having a hard time with Christine. Because so she and Christine butt heads a lot. 
So she wants to move in with Mary for a little bit. Um, and Which is I, for like one night. Yes. I think. <laughs> so Brianna wants to join too. So um, Mary and Leon are cleaning out the spare room for the girls. And um, yeah, it's this whole thing where I guess the two girls are like, Packing up and moving over yeah, to Mary's I, I, for the night. They're not moving. The, yeah, I mean, I they mean, probably it's... spent one night there, and but Mary made this, you know, decorated this one of her rooms and made it all yeah, nice it for the girls, nice. and it was really cool. I mean, so but that's an example. Like she could have that there, and every once in a while, when they yeah. their moms, their budding heads, or their moms, or whatever, they can just go over to Mary's house and spend the night. Yeah, one night, you know, and if they want to, if it's their choice or whatever so i guarantee you they didn't spend more than one night there yeah but i do wonder what was going on with isabella and christine i thought that was kind of interesting like why those two people why those two buttheads so much i don't know i mean they they don't need more they're like yeah you know they're besties now um so now it's the next day and it's very early 5 a.m i was like wow these guys really they got up and they're trying to get on the road by 6 a.m Oh, wait, can I just yeah. back up for a second? So when they were talking about, you know, other kids going to other moms' houses and stuff, Robin's like, well, they were talking about well, what the sister wives call the other kids. And Robin's like, oh, oh, I have a term, bonus children. Oh, yeah. And it's like, Robin, you didn't come up with that. that that's <laughs> That's been a thing. Yes. That, that was annoying. And again, and she... She did bring up, Mary did bring up that she's prepping to be an empty nester, but mm-hmm. she has two years. So she's she's really focused on that. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Mary actually sort of, to me, seemed annoyed with them when they were there. The like, girls? The girls, yeah, when they were. Oh, you think? I don't know. I think she kind of thought like... I think it was, it had been a minute since she had right. Well, it was after a while she was trying to put them to bed yeah. and they're being like hyper and she was, seems kind of annoyed. But yeah, so probably one night of that, she probably thought, you know, that's okay. I, <laughs> I'll be okay just over yeah. here with my 16-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. So anyway, 5 a.m., C- Cody's out there saying we're loading in an hour and leaving. <laughs> What do you think the chances of yes. that? We'll see. They want to get. We didn't. We did not get any Chiron. We didn't exactly. get any time We do stamps, not know how so long we, it took them to get on the road. We don't but. know what time they left. So the theme of this episode was all of the teenagers hate everyone, hate Vegas, hate being here, and, and hate everything. Get angry for no reason. Yes. And um, so we get. We get. Uh, this episode, we get some couch interviews with the teenagers, Logan, Aspen, Leon, Hunter, Madison, and McKelty. And Maddie says they hate it here, so they fight more. Mm-hmm. And the teens feel very justified in their anger, especially Hunter, because he doesn't like anything or anyone at all. Nope. And so... Um, they are on their way to their campsite, which is 20 miles from town. And Cody says they didn't think it was such a big deal until they started going. And apparently there were switchbacks. What's a switchback? Switchback is when like the road, like it's like an S like or like a Z or, you know, like the road is just going along and then it like, goes this way and then it mm. goes this way. And, you know, like kind of like a. 
Like an S? Like a zipper, scissor sort of thing. With like, um, you know, real sharp turns and then oh okay just a, wi- a windy road a windy road okay windy i know road. what switchbacks was dirt roads and then they then they encounter a creek now it's not really a creek it wasn't really a creek it was now, some standing water yes i just want to say that it, it, when when you when you look at it when you first look at it when they're looking at it it does look like this big body of water but you can't then tell how the, deep it is but then there are you know oh god and cody's like oh my sports car my sports car you know everyone think it's thinks it's my hair but it's my sports car he says it's his fifth wife yes but then uh finally christine gets fed up and she drives through the creek and makes it and they find out that yes they can drive through the creek now when they eventually take the camera and they give you more of an aerial view you're like wait a second this is just a big big it's a puddle, puddle. it's a it's a it's a big puddle so wasn't very deep maybe were you really hurting for content on this episode that we had to spend all this time on this creek issue well it was cody he's like i'm not gonna leave my car here because it'll get vandalized really you're out in the middle of nowhere but anyway um yeah he's he's most concerned about his his stupid car and yeah like christine she jumps in janelle's jalopy you know which is <laughs> yes. like the crappiest car that they have and she just drives straight through like a badass and then cody's you know gets up and i don't know it's, again yeah, it's all about cody's so silly. car God. yeah but also did you see cody he kind of goes off towards the side where it's not as deep right, right. it's just he, kind yeah. of like what the what what are we doing here I don't know. It was like a mountain out of molehill something kind of a situation. So finally they get to the campsite. The kids are still complaining and yeah. they just seem so miserable. Everybody's miserable. Yes. So then, did you see we're now it's the next day. So it's 4th of July. It's the next day. What's the first image that we see? We see Daddy Logan making breakfast. Making breakfast. He's like, breakfast is getting cold. <laughs> poor kid nobody is like all of the adults are doing nothing like there is logan (laughs) cooking breakfast trying to wrangle kids trying to get everything done Mm. of course still responsible even on a holiday to get things going yeah well because he knows if he doesn't do it it's not gonna happen yeah but what i'm understanding is this timeline must be off because right in the last episode these guys are just back from Wyoming after two months. So how does that work? Fourth of July? Well, you're assuming this is in chronological oh. order. So or... maybe it's not then. Maybe they went to Wyoming after this and were there for like July and August. I don't know. Oh, okay. I guess I shouldn't assume. Don't anything. think of it. Don't don't think don't too try hard to put about it all it. in order. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, we learned that today, so some people are going to go fishing and other people are going to go into town. So Hunter is having a bit of a meltdown because he's really frustrated because he wants to go fishing, but it's taking everybody a while to get organized. And um, Janelle is, Janelle's had it with him. 
Janelle's telling him to be proactive and help out, you know, put something away, you know, well, if you're, if you're kinda, just going to complain, do something. I'm with Hunter on this one. First of all, fishing. I don't know a lot about fishing, but I do know that when you go fishing, you need to go early in the morning because that's when the fish are out mm-hmm. and that's when you catch the fish. And so, of course, with the browns, yeah, it's impossible to, to do anything early. Mm-hmm. You know, so time's ticking. And then he's really mad because um, Mary and Robin are over in front of their tent putting on makeup. Yes. And I and I will say with this one, yes, of all the things, I mean, I understand you are on a TV show, so I can understand wanting to look good. But of all the times in your life, you really, really <laughs> don't want to, you don't need to put on makeup to camp. Like, I put on makeup to do a lot of things, like to go to the store, to do this, to do that. But camping is not one of the times where I bring no, makeup. That's part of the fun of camping. Yeah. You know, you don't have you don't have worry about that kind of stuff. So I, I am with him on that. And I do understand. And you know what's super annoying about that whole thing? So Cody's sitting in a in a, in a chair. Mm-hmm. They're spraying each other. Who's working? So right Logan. Logan <laughs> walks by, still wearing his apron, you know, walking by. And you know who I'm else? Sure Aspen. Aspen. Yeah. Aspen was like wiping stuff down, wiping placemats, doing oh stuff like de- disinfecting things. You know, th- those two were working their butts off while the adults were just doing that. So I am with him on that piece of it and getting organized. Um I do understand where Janelle's coming from, where she's just like, oh, my God, like, because I can imagine that she's been listening to him and all these other teenagers, because it sounds like Hunter and Maddie are the most vocally annoying. Mm-hmm. And those mm-hmm. are her two kids. Right. So I can imagine on her yeah, end, she's sick. Of she's it. like so sick of these two and them complaining. Yeah. So I, I understand her sort of like, you've got to be kidding me. Just stop. Yeah. No, it's hard. I mean. But Cody, you know, he's so dismissive. He's saying, oh, uh, Hunter's just a raging hormone monster and he has an attitude and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, he, I don't know. There's just no compassion. Mm-hmm. for Again, he, he can never see. He doesn't see his kids as individual people. Mm-hmm. They have to be extensions of him. And if they're not acting the way that he thinks they should be acting, it's like there's something wrong with them. Yeah. He's just a terrible father. Well, so the other thing was that I guess Hunter was making comments about Robin. So this sort of sets up this whole thing that happens towards the end of the season yeah. with Robin, where he makes a comment about, um, you know, he's mad because Robin's the one that feels like she's stalling, you know, her putting on this makeup. And Janelle says there has been some issues with Hunter accepting Robin. Um, and Robin says this has kind of come out of the middle of nowhere. Um, and I don't know. I, I wonder if Hunter is feels like is, is feeling like he's putting all of his anger and blame about the move on Robin because Mm. right like prior to her coming into this family we were yeah they wouldn't have moved but for robin Robin. well and the tv show you know what robin could have come into the family and they don't go public Mm -hmm. and they could have stayed in utah or what but i mean maybe i don't know maybe they but if robin let's say but let's say they were but 
they were always going to go. I mean, it seemed like they were always going to go public with or without Robin, right? I don't know. I'm not really sure. Because going public was not about Robin. That was always Cody's decision. That's what Cody wanted. That was always Cody's right, Cody's but, choice. But the opportunity may have not, they might not have gotten a TV show. The opportunity mm-hmm. may have never presented itself without know. her. Well, but just in general, mm-hmm. even without her, like uh, even if Cody wanted to go public, you have to have a platform, you know, and the platform was this show. Yeah, I mean, I guess I wonder, I, I don't know. I wonder, because it feels like really Hunter should be mad at the show. Because it's the show. The show is the reason why they had to move. So it feels like Hunter should be mad at the show. But I wonder if Hunter is blaming Robin for leaving. It feels like it, it feels like Hunter Hunter has to be mad at someone for moving. And it feels like he's mad at Robin for moving. Yeah, probably. I, 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 or maybe he just doesn't like her like I most bet, of us do. Right. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet you he didn't like her before. And that was just the icing on the cake. Look. I think it's ridiculous to expect uh, to just bring a new wife and her three kids into your family and and everyone just has to accept it, mm-hmm. you know? So, of course, he's having trouble accepting Robin. Guess what? Um, they all are. Mm-hmm. They're maybe just not vocalizing it and they're not as obvious about it as Hunter is. Mm-hmm. But every single one of those kids is having a hard time accepting Robin and her children. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That's just reality. Yeah, it's just true. So, I don't know. Yeah, Hunter, I think, got a bad rap. I'm Team Hunter. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So then, what does it say? Hunter says, they try to lecture us, tell us what to do. Um, And then Maddie says, they think we're disrespectful and selfish. And then Logan says, because you are. (laughs) Logan getting in there and then Logan starts to imitate Hunter and Hunter's like settle down Johnny Appleseed (laughs) now where in the world did Hunter how did he learn that expression Johnny Appleseed I don't know what does Johnny Appleseed refer to I'm not even sure that it's such an old-timey expression like from the 40s or the 50s I mean I think does it have what does it, it? I do. I know that I've heard of it before, but I it is I a very feel like old I've school. I've heard like my father or yes. grandfather say it. Honestly, it's a real old manny thing. Let's see. Let's look this up. Yes, Johnny Appleseed. He's an American missionary. Well, so that's why they know oh. it. John Chapman. He was an American pioneer nurseryman. What but is he also, famous for? But it means something. I mean, maybe there was a person. But doesn't it have a meaning like, um, I guess not. I'm way off base. What his dream was to produce so many apples that no one would ever go hungry. So is it like, so is he sort of like some kind like of some hero, do-gooder. like a do-gooder? Yeah, I think oh, that's okay. What... So he's supposed to be some kind of yeah. do-gooder. So if someone's a Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, you're some do-gooder. kind of do-gooder kind of thing. And you know, so he used it correctly. Yeah, he did. So he and I can imagine for Hunter having Logan as your older brother, it must be like, oh, Jesus Christ, you again. Stop, you know, stop yeah. being good about everything. You yeah. know, stop, stop being so accepting of everything and everyone doing everything right all the time. You're annoying. 
Yeah, and I have written down here. So I guess Janelle was talking about the she, the kids who she was taking fishing. Yeah, were and, all of Robin's. Yeah, kids. she said she'd never had Robin's kids alone one on one before, mm-hmm. which is kind of telling. Yeah. Um, and then some of them went jet skiing. Why do yeah. I have jet skiing written down here? Yeah. So and, I guess she took their kids fishing. So I guess she did eventually just take. So I guess she just did pack up and take yeah, hunter she fishing. Finally, just left and said, "I can't take it anymore." Yeah, but then I guess they all ended up back in town mm-hmm. for pizza. For pizza, and then all of a sudden, Brianna is crying. Now <laughs> this doesn't get caught on camera, unfortunately. But yeah, well, the incident. The incident. But Brianna is crying, and everyone says, uh, "What's wrong?" And she says, "Payton hit me in the eye," and then. Robin says that there have been problems w- with Peyton and Garrison picking on her kids. On and her, she says on little her, kids. Her, well, she only has little kids. But I think it's more, is it more Brianna and Aurora or is it Dayton too? Because I don't think that they pick on Dayton. No, she, maybe, maybe that's what she means. Uh-huh. The girls. And so there's this lost footage of what actually happened. But then the next scene is Mary is yelling at you know, the brown, the the original, well, the boys, you know, um, and she says that um, these are your brothers and sisters, whether you like it or not, and you better start treating them that way. And then she says, I'd like to have some backups from moms. Nobody backs her up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The moms are just standing there like, oh, my God. And, you know, the inferences is that Mary hit one of them oh wait wait hit one of the boys we hit one of the boys and i think it might have been payton payton because he talked about when he Is was it, doing yeah, his know media he, tour yes yes he talked i know he i know he talked i mean this was the infamous where he talked about how mary was mean yeah and, vi- and you know violent violent yeah. yeah yeah so i i think she hit one of them probably mm-hmm. payton or garrison they, they seem like the most aggressive mm-hmm. um and, you know, later, Christine says, I believe that she, oh, she says that it was not the time or yeah, place. Yeah, she didn't agree with the timing. And that she should have been able to talk to Payton. So I guess it was Payton. Mm-hmm. She wanted to be able to talk to Payton herself. And then Robin gets into how she sees that her kids are treated differently and it's getting worse. And she's worried that when they... Yeah, this was, get, I thought was so manipulative. This was very dramatic and manipulative. Yeah, that when they get to a certain age, they can choose who they want to live with. And she only has a couple years left with Dayton to make sure he solidifies himself in this family and whatever. Yeah, I thought that was... I Yeah, I thought all of this was... Um, um, see, I think this, I think this particular issue is one where this is a little bit of this sister wives stuff that I think gets a little messy, which is who does discipline your yeah. children, right? Is it really fair of Mary to discipline Peyton in this way, right? Mm-hmm. Because Christine is right, which is, is it really, you know, this is what Brianna is saying that Peyton hit her. Do we even, you know, we haven't even heard Peyton's side yet. Right. Like, is it really, you know, can, you know, we haven't heard Peyton's side. Peyton's being, you know, uh, Mary's being judge, jury, and executioner. <laughs> and ex- ex- executioner. Yeah. And we haven't even heard heard from Peyton yet. Peyton does get to, gets a, a moment to say what he wants to say. Christina is his mom. She does get a chance to hear what he, he hear him out that it's not fair and that um 
and that it isn't fair at all. And this whole thing where Robin really, it's such a manipulation to say like, you guys are, you're creating the situation where I'm going to lose my kids if, if your kids don't, you know, welcome my children in. And it's a little bit of like, F you, lady. That's not fair. Yeah, and maybe, maybe that's not fair. It's like, hold on, you know, that what? If it's all, it's obvious that there are problems with the kids accepting the new kids and whatever. And the fact that Mary says these are your brothers and sisters, whether you like it or not, like that statement in and of itself really exposes. Wow, there's like, there's issues here. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't you, as the adults, like? get in there and address these issues. You know, mm-hmm. why? Like I just said earlier, of course they're having a hard time accepting these new kids. Yeah. Of course. Help them. Yes. Help them, you know? Well, and they also take this attitude of this, which is, well, it's been a year. Come oh, on, wow. people. A whole year. Oh, wow. Like, um, yeah. You know, you these, the, the kids that have all been together, you've all been together for Your years whole and lives. years and years. Your whole lives. These people, one year has is just it's one nothing. year. One year is And they very don't different. live together. Yeah. All these kids grew up living together in the same house until now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they're very close. And uh, Robin's kids have not lived with any of them. It seems like they barely see them. Robin, you know, sends them to their, yeah. to relatives to be taken care of instead of leaving them with one of the other wives. Well, yeah, you know, if you want to be part of this family, be part of the family. Get in there and, you know, like, do some work. These, mm-hmm. You know, this, this isn't just an instant, like, poof, like, okay, yes. we're married now. And, you know, this is all just, we're just blending together. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, you know, Hunter's like, well, we fight a lot because we hate Vegas. And Maddie has her narrative of, like, we were chased out of Utah so we had to move somewhere because we didn't know, you know, we didn't know anyone. And now we have family and we don't know anything. It's like, you know, and that always goes back to, like, Cody, okay, now we have to get houses together in this cul-de-sac. We've got to bring these, you know, families together. And there's this and blah, 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 blah. It's like... Yeah. And where is Cody in all this? He's he all he does or add to I don't know. Was he there at the actual he was, incident? And he did. He did. Say, all he, he said, said was that he if was, I was there, he, he said if if Mary didn't yell, he would have taken them back to the campsite and the night would have been over. So he if he so he's co- he basically is saying what he agrees with what Mary did. So he agrees with Mary. He's all about what Mary did. And he would have. You know, he would have basically punished Payton, too, and Mm -hmm. brought them all back and everybody's punished and the night would have been over. And, uh, you know, so he's all about how how Mary, you know. Yeah. But and and yeah. And then he says, I think, in the couch interview that he's concerned about bullying. And it's like, well, then God damn it, Cody, do something. You're always talking about how you're the leader of this family, you know, and. Uh, do something about it. Yeah. You know, all he does is just all he does is talk about shit. He doesn't do anything. Yes. Just thinks everything's going to magically work out. Well, but but what happens is then he kind of gets back to this sort of whole thing of okay, that means that we need to find these houses. We need to build these like houses. That'll we, fix everything. Yes, we need if to we build can these just houses. Get into these houses. houses everything and we're going to build these fine. houses, and then it's all about these houses. Yeah. And it's like. 
No, I don't know if it is just about building these houses, getting into these houses. And that mm. becomes that becomes what he fixates on all the time. Yeah. But it's it's more than that. So yeah. anyway, they go. They finally then go and try to watch these fireworks. But it's damp and cold and rainy. And it's just a miserable effing <laughs> trip. And then that's it. Yeah. And I did notice that the fireworks that Daddy Logan was parenting and taking care of all the kids and. <laughs> You yeah. know, making sure they didn't uh, get injured or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something I kept hearing him saying, like, stop kicking. Stop <laughs> touching that. Stop doing yeah. this. Stop doing that. Yeah. So it didn't seem like a real fun vacation. Yeah, I honestly. don't think it was. I don't know. I don't even know if Hunter even got to, like, catch any fish or do anything. <laughs> no. He just seems very unhappy. And No. Yeah. The, the what, what they chose to include in this episode and how it was edited it, again it's kind of a weird one this is one of these 21 minute ones yeah. where they just try to shove a whole bunch of stuff in there and it's all kind of random yes kind of yeah trying to sort of move the story along yeah. but i don't know how it is moving the story along i don't know I don't anywho know. that's it that's yes you bopping along so anywho and um no new information as we go along, no new, no new gossip or, um, well, you know, I'm yes. sure there is some out there somewhere, but I don't know. Now I'm scared to report on gossip because it's hard you know, to know what the it's facts hard to are. Know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to be reckless, but, um, so, you know, now I just kind of, unless I see or hear it from the Browns, you know, I don't want to get too like last week I mentioned that story about Trudy Trudy. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. Truly getting stuck on a rock. Uh-huh. And David helping her down patiently. But um yeah, the you know, sometimes you can get those little nuggets and then I need to catch back up with Gwen and what she's oh, doing yes, yes. on her YouTube channel. Because she she now is going back to, you know, season one. Oh, she is. She started Ooh, it. Season one, episode that. one. So I just haven't had time um, to look at it, but I, I need to get back into it. I just figure if something's good from that, it'll show up on yes. TikTok or Instagram. I'll catch it that way. Yeah. So let other people do the work for me. <laughs> got enough work to do yeah all right then well thank you so much for tuning in if you like this podcast please subscribe and share it with a friend or two and tell them to subscribe as well and uh give us a five-star review and please um write a few kind reviews we are on social media so please follow us on uh instagram or tiktok under psych legal pop and i think that's it Yeah. Yeah. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.